Hey, welcome to Talking the Swap Podcast. I'm your host, Shakina. And I'm Willie. Great to be with you, Willie. Great to be with you, too. And we love you guys with the love of Christ. We thank you for tuning in. For sure. We're excited today. Today, we get to talk about community. Woo-woo! Community. That's my topic. Amen. Just kidding. It's not my topic, but I love working in the community, so... Community is a beautiful thing when you're a Christian. Amen. And when you're a Christian, you should be affecting the community. Sometimes we're not taught about the community. For sure. You know, we, we focus on Jesus, rightfully so. Jesus is always number one. But Jesus walked through communities. Amen. And there's two different types of community, too. Community within our church, you know, and there's community outside the brick and mortar. Community in our, you know, apartment complex or your housing, your neighborhood or wherever you work and live. You know, community, who is around you and are you shining the light in your life, through your life, all around you in the grocery store? Amen. And, you know, so a lot of times people make it. Uh, and they make it big and it's almost like they say they forget where they come from yeah and you know me when i was little you know i always looked up to you know people that have nice cars or good jobs or they had the ideal looking family that i might have learned off tv or something like that right? right but as i grow in christ and now that i'm older you know and also being a child of god you know, as I go back around the old neighborhoods that I've been in and things like that, yeah. you know, now I knew, I know, and I truly understand that we as Christians must give back. You know, we as Christians must allow the light of Jesus Christ to shine back through those communities because I see so many people and so many little children that look like I used to look, wow. you know, that, that look like they need hope, <clears throat> not the hope of man, but the hope of Jesus Christ. And by us being Christians, who are we not to help the communities that we might have came out of knowing the situations that the young children go through? You know, we can we can be selfish and look at our lives, but will we give back? You know, we're not here for ourselves, but we're here to do the work of Jesus Christ, you know, and the kingdom is universal. Amen. And reflect his image. In reality, where Jesus was here, he was a servant, right? When he was a servant, he served the community. He was amongst the poor and the broken and, and the downtrodden. And so that's who we are as children of God, as the kingdom that we project and talk about. That's what he talked about. That's who he talked to about it, too. They didn't spend their time in the sanctuary with Jesus. You know, they didn't learn and instruct. You know, they didn't sit in rows, but more like they flocked. They were drew. Yeah. You know, they he, the Holy Spirit drew them in amongst community, among you know going out preaching the gospel and so I think about that because he was a servant and I loved it I loved how when he came low and even washed the feet of Peter and Peter you know with the pride you don't wash my feet you know what I mean but we have to learn how to not just serve one another and not just you know serve the community as an outreach and I kind of cringe when people say oh you love to do outreach no it's not outreach like if you know me it's not outreach it's discipleship right um, people think oh you're an evangelist no I'm not an evangelist right but people have evangelical gifts you know, there's visionaries who will say, okay, let's do this, you know, uh, connect these dry places to the, the, the wells that we should be all wells, you know, to deposit the Holy Spirit, you know, life amongst 
you know dry places and yeah. so forth but we're gonna get deep because i feel like i'm gonna get deep <laughs> but no i'm serious because if a lot of people think of it as outreach and they sign up to you know either feed or distribute certain things but there's so much more deeper there and then taking yes. them back and discipling them mentoring what did the holy spirit do today who did we pray for today you know how did you see the holy spirit move and yeah. you know that's really important and i think critical that our churches really don't do that and we have to show you know ministers and all of us are ministers all of us you know whether you're newly baptized your life is a ministry it's a witness so therefore you know we should have someone discipling you along the way showing you what you're hearing in the spirit what is the spirit you know leading you and so for prayer walks or you know as you're feeding the community or whatnot how are you growing and what you're seeing how are you feeling the holy spirit in the presence of god you know lead you and guide you because um you know later a leader will develop so therefore they can go out and reteach the reteach you know keep teaching yeah. well, so well when i got saved you know the church where i was at you know we didn't do um, what people call outreach and I agree with you with the outreach you know of course I understand the term but it's part of who we are and and I think sometimes we have to receive that and we have to watch what we say you know I know a lot of time we do say outreach but how mm -hmm. about just say you know we love people with the love of Christ you know we do things because because of Jesus we, we do things because of the love of Christ that is in us and with that you know the churches that I first started with you know we didn't do a lot of outreach so i didn't really know you know the things of that nature the ins and outs but at the same time i had some in me that said yeah. reach out to people i had some in me said that you know what i put in you is not just for you Amen. you know and it's not just for the inside of a building and i think with that you know if we can develop that even more in our churches you know as we disciple people now we can go out and we can truly be the salt of the earth when god said he wanted us to be the salt of the earth you know how can we be the salt on the inside it's almost like a, a salt shaker you know if the salt is on the inside <laughs> sure, right sure, <laughs> yeah but but if the salt is on the inside then what good is it yeah if you have food you need to shake the salt come to come out right so what is the salt going on so if the salt is in the church then what about the places that really truly need the salt outside of the church but we have to be able to disciple people also and i believe that when we're out you know in the world we're out in communities and things of that nature now we get to experience jesus christ you know it's one thing to read the word of god and i'm not saying i read the word of god we must read the word of god sure. but when we go out can we allow Jesus to manifest himself? Can we allow Jesus through our relationships? Can we go and let the Holy Spirit flow? When we go and meet somebody and we don't have the words to say, Come on, now can we just allow the Holy Spirit to deal with us on the inside and love that person, not having an agenda? So now we're building up communication skills, but also we're going out there and we're allowing the Holy Spirit to show us what he wants to show us, to say what he wants us to say. Now we're learning and growing in our relationship with the Holy Spirit also, Amen. so we're being discipled by by the Holy Spirit while also showing the love of Jesus Christ while also experiencing Jesus and now if we had any religious background or anything that was put up in us that was not right it can get exposed and be dealt with amen that's really good that you said that too I love how um, 
when you're newly con converted, right, you you want to stay busy. I need something to do. I need something to do, right? Because we don't know how to sit still. We don't like to sit still at that point when we're newly um, converted over and give our life to Christ because we don't really like to look ourselves in the mirror. We don't want to deal with those layers, right? And I think it's healthy to to get busy in the things, uh, you know, with community and so forth. You know, if they're doing outreach in a church, it's really important to do that. So you're not sitting still, but also Amen. too, God can be working out those weak areas in you that you can be built up amongst other people that you can minister sharpen iron with one another right but also too if you don't have evangelism or any outreach in your church but like you said you feel like you know i came from a church that didn't have that but there was something in me that god yeah. said to do you know and that's a great Amen. thing you know to have Amen. and you can you know pray on that and go where the holy spirit says if you see something in the community that you want to do then you can take it to the man of god the angel of the house which is your pastor or you know your evangelist or whomever is there and see what their vision is or what they think on it and if the answer is no because that's not the mantle of the church or the vision of the church. You don't want to be part of a division in a church. I'm not saying leave the church, no. But God will still give you a burden for your community for you to implement and do. And so that was a lot with me. I came from many churches that didn't have a lot of outreaches and so forth. And like I said, I wasn't an evangelist, you know, but I knew that God was saying, you know, with these burdens and so forth. So we prayed and, and then I waited. I waited for instruction to what he said go and where to go. It wasn't just a city, but God had sent me out even to different countries and do the most craziest things and he came through on huge projects for me but it was always on his so like in acts one you know they waited they waited for what the baptism of the holy spirit before they went forth now when you're newly converted you know and you want to get busy and do something then go ahead because you're underneath the covering of a church as they're doing it you know there's difference but when you have that desire in yourself like i'm going to start and go forth and begin to grab other people like-minded you know to do this project then therefore you should wait for the holy spirit so therefore he is sending you on his assignment well you know you Thanks made a good too. point you made a good point though because we are part of the body and there is no division in the kingdom of god Amen. so if you do belong to a local church which we all should be part of a local church yeah it's healthy but when you belong to local church you do follow the leadership but it doesn't stop there you Amen. can serve the community with the the local church and you can still go and help people I don't believe a pastor, a man of God, a woman of God is going to tell you, you know, yeah, you're doing uh, outreach. There the word outreach, but with, with, with the church, but you can't go and feed that person that you see every day. Right. I'm, on your I'm own, just, actually. Right. You know, yeah. or, or you can't go and um, do um, anything outside the church with another church, which are your fellow brethren, Amen. you know, to help people. And, and then that's one thing that is a heart condition. So you don't have to wait for someone's uh, green light to go help people. Amen. You know, and I believe, you know, uh, the other week we went and we went to an old um, subdivision complex, you know, was um, uh, uh, housing, you know, but with, with that, you know. Low income housing. In low income housing. And, but we went to a place and there was a little boy and it was you know he came out and he had like two little sisters two 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 sisters and one older sister and he was probably i want to say about six years old but he came out and as we ministered to them you know and talked to him and of course we wasn't hitting him with deep things right. but just allowing the holy spirit to lead you know but the little boy said he said i want jesus in my heart now this was a little six-year-old boy saying I want Jesus in my heart 
and he and he, and he made the motion. He said, "I want Jesus in my heart," and he went and he went like this right here, you know. And it was so beautiful that I was allowed to to lead them to the the prayer of salvation, and the little boy received Jesus. But if we don't go out, Amen. you know. Then how can we expect things to change if we're not gonna go out and be that salt shaker and pour the salt out? Then why are we expecting change or are we waiting for somebody else to do it? And I believe that being a disciple of Jesus Christ, we have to move. The time is Come now. On. You know, yeah. I'm not saying we don't learn and grow and we don't wait on the Holy Spirit like you were saying, of course. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit is not gonna stop you from going out. And, and helping people and being the salt because he will never go against the word of God and the word of God says be the salt of the earth. Amen. I really believe that the Holy Spirit too is looking for more of his children to be visionaries, you know, and not saying so many radicals, but Jesus was a radical. If you mm -hmm. look back at, you know, he wasn't doing anything that the synagogue or the Pharisees and scribes were doing. He was not. He was doing what God freshly told him. It seemed like daily he was given revelation on where to go. You know, the disciples that were following him had no yeah. idea, but he was getting that fresh, you know, word and instruction on where to go. And he was being led, you know, um, by the Holy Spirit, obviously by the Father and what he was supposed to do on assignment. And so we have to know our too and yes like you said serving our local church is important you know like we said the local church is definitely a resource it we still have people over us that we report to you know but we also do a lot of things outside of our church that God has us you know work with a collaboration to to build other churches together to connect them work with businesses to make kind of a bridge to connect so we do a lot of things um, in the community but still you know um, serve our church I love how you said um, in working with the youth, we went to the housing, basically some people call them projects. I, I grew up like in the projects, so it don't offend me at all when I say it, but I don't want to be offensive. The hood. The hood, you know what I'm saying? But it's important because like when you had said early when we started the podcast that, you know, going back when you're an adult now, mm -hmm. you know, and this is what I came from. I remember growing up on a rough, well, we lived everywhere. We got like evicted every 30 days, so we lived everywhere. But I remember seeking out community centers. So we, I would go for breakfast, for free lunch whatever there was free programs or whatever yeah. me and my brothers and sisters yep. we flocked there you know what I mean because mom was still <clears throat> probably under the influence no offense mom we know you're good it's good but um what I'm saying is that we sought it out. Now those programs aren't here. There's so many more programs like that they were feeding kids breakfast mm -hmm. and lunch. They're not there anymore. But it made such a big impact to us that there was like a little fellowship or community that we could go eat. Um, you know what I mean? That I went back in my adult life, you know, with the church that wasn't doing a lot of outreach. And we, I rented out the community center, you know, with my own funds and put out flyers and had a big party yeah. for the kids and by the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like my heart was there because that did something for me, you know. Um, in a rough time in my life when I was a child going through all kinds of stuff. So we can do that. We can still, you know, grow, you know, and still bless a community. You know, like yeah. you said, we went back to the housing thing. And I think about that because there's so many kids there that are hungry and thirsty and they're looking for influence. And we kind of like curse that generation saying, oh, they're disrespectful. They're this, they're that, you know, but God says what? He says, don't be like the world. And he says that this generation is going to be, what, seeking his face and thirsty and so forth. So we need to be pouring into that generation. Let's go after them. So it was exciting to hear like a young man giving his life to Christ. But then so many other more that we encountered by just going out. And these kids aren't in the church. Their parents probably won't be bringing them to church. So why not go to them? And, and, and so many different age groups and 
that's why you know God has something for everyone mm -hmm. and so we cannot just say okay well I'm, I'm only gonna target a certain age of course we, we're supposed to know what we're called we're supposed to know what God has anointed us and called us to do to that degree as far as a, a leadership standpoint and knowing um, who you are in Christ but mm -hmm. at the same time you know no one is off limits from God God wants all his children Amen. and the thing is you know a lot of people um, might have want to talk to people that are already saved that have been in the church but what about the unchurched Jesus came for the lost yeah. but at the same time as Christians you know do we really want to get messy yeah do we really want to you know when when you mix salt in a lot of foods salt is not the only ingredients salt goes in with a whole bunch of other stuff and it's stirred up so the point is do we go and go Come to on. where we have to get dirty do we go to where it's messy do we go to where it's people lives that they have generational curses where they're living in poverty where they're living in lack will we go and say lord use me because or, or will we say okay lord i just need you just can put me to the take me to the to the to the best spots take me to the, the place where, where it's yeah where it's so easy or you know where i don't even have to have the compassion Jesus. to allow you Jesus to move in my heart I, you know to where I need you to do it to where I needed to be dependent on you Holy Spirit because I don't know what to say because I don't know what to do because I need you right now because I need a miracle I need a sign I need a wonder I need you to pour into this family Ooh. I need you to change the trajectory of this little child this little child's life you know to to engulf this this family with your provision Lord God you know because they need a prayer you know if no one's it's interceding for them if no one is touching and agreeing with them you know it's, it's it's easy to pray for people around the world i'm not saying anything is wrong with that but what about when you get to go and you get to pray with that family that doesn't have a bible with that family that didn't have a grandmother or grandfather that was preaching the gospel or you know it, the generation now today is not the same as you as it used to be so with that god knows so god used new tactics and he used things because he is not taking by surprise so as we go out now god is going to use us to minister to whoever is there because god always had a plan but we have to be willing vessels and will we be willing will we want to get messy will we volunteer will we volunteer just for the easy assignments and you get dirty i love how jesus told the disciples throw the net that's good and they were like we're ready to the net there's nothing that throw the net Right, so I really felt like in the beginning this year that the, when I was in the prayer closet, the Holy Spirit had told me, even to one of our leaders, throw the net again, right? Because we've thrown the net, we've done it over and over and feel like there's no more fish, there's no more fish. But throw the net again, right? Because we don't draw the fish. He, the Holy Spirit draws them, right? We just have to go out and do it. We just have to move in faith. We'd have to throw the net because yeah. we're being obedient. Throw That's the good. net. So even when we work out with the homeless, God, the Holy Spirit draws them to come. Why? Because we're just there, dressed like they're dressed, right? No one with a collar or anything like that. We, we relate with them. You come close and you get to know them. You befriend them, right? What's your name? Hey, I'm Shekinah. You know, this is Willie. And and my name is Shekinah or Shekinah either way, so don't get confused. But, um, and answer to both. But what I'm saying is that you just come close and you get to know them. You befriend them, right? And then you're repetitive. You come back and get to know them again. People. People. You're just building relationships with your community. Like Jesus came close. He discipled what broke Hey, Zacchaeus, I'm going to have dinner at your house tonight. Little Zacchaeus, a sinner, right? Yeah. He's like, what? In my house? Yeah, you. I'm going to break bread with you. Let me, throw this, let me throw this in. The Merriam-Webster definition of community is a unified body of individuals, such as the people with common interests living in a particular area 
or a group of people with a common characteristic or interest living together within a larger society. Common interest. Yeah. You know, in Acts 2, 46-47, it says, Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Yeah. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts. I love that part, sincere hearts. Yeah. You know, and they broke bread. So how can you break bread with somebody <coughs> if you're never around them? And that's one thing, you know, how can we truly break bread with someone if we're never around them? You can't break bread with someone across the country if, you know, do we do got Zoom. Yeah. You know, so we got different ways. But at the same time, are we willing to invest in the people that are close to us also? You know, and then it goes on to say in verse 47, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Now, it says he added to those daily those who were being saved. See, there's a difference in going out and just um, saying, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. Now. <laughs> There's not a agenda, but God is love. Right. But how can I go and show love and show all this love, but never even say anything about Jesus? Never say anything about God the Father. You know, it, so am I truly doing them justice? Now, I don't got to preach to them 24-7. We let the Holy Spirit have his way. But at the same time, he said, go and make disciples. Amen. So if I'm going to go and not tell you about Jesus... What was my purpose? See, we have to have an intent. But Jesus also said, I will make you a fisher of man. So it's not that you're going there and you got this agenda and you're waiting for this moment. No, you're just allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and you're allowing Jesus. You're allowing the Holy Spirit to draw them. You just are being in position. Yeah, I love that. One time we went to a, um, a, a housing unit and I went with an outreach at the church and they had, you know, picked me here's a mic you know get the kids hype because i get hyper i love jesus so i'm always excited and Amen. if you're got that light in you right and you love being out with just god's people are talking about god then you're just going to be it's attractive right because you're excited you got the joy of the lord no, amen like, come on jesus <laughs> but like there it could be raining outside we're going to play in the rain right i just love to have fun and not just with kids right i'm not called to work in kids ministry but i have no problem getting because i'm a kid i'm a child of the kingdom right so i love it so i can vouch for <laughs> i get pretty goofy but when they gave me the mic they're like just don't say jesus i'm thinking what mm -hmm. and they're like just don't say the name jesus because there's muslims in the complex and so forth but they draw the kids out they have fun ice creams whatever but i'm thinking then give the mic to somebody else because that's what's going to come out that's all that bubble up i reverence him i acknowledge him i give him all the honor and glory like it is not me Amen. right it's not my anointing it's not my joy it's him it's all him 100 him and so what's funny about that is that burdened me and bothered me but i still went to the outreach i gave somebody else the mic like i can't I can't lead because I have to and I'm thinking God what is this now fast forwarding we're at the same apartment complex you know and we're working with another um, lady who's been you know um, doing Bible study there in the same I mean with Muslims and they're speaking and doing Bible study with all these kids who are thirsty the families are even having Bible studies and I'm like here I am God did full awesome. circle right and I thought wow because that burden was there and I was praying praying right but then here has been a lady in the background going to the same complex and she's 
saying Jesus. She's like 100% saying Jesus. She's like, because if not, they'll go to hell. They need to know who God is, right? So it's beautiful because now we get to work with children and still have a good time, be goofy, have fun, you know, teach them how to worship, how to pray, but to reverence Jesus. Amen. The name above all of the names. Amen. You know, I don't want to be giving up parties and, you know, I want to acknowledge Jesus, Amen. your Lord, your you Savior. Know, and, and nothing of this is an attack on a church, For but sure. God wants us to come up not shrink you know, back right and the gifts are for the edification of the church but if we can't take anything from the holy spirit any correction then how do we expect to grow and then who is really lord is it jesus or is it us you know and if we have churches that that we want to grow and they're not helping the community or the people then what do we want them to grow for for selfish gain ambition in Philippians 2, 3 and 4, it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Others. You know, and then on verse 4, it goes on to say, Not looking to your own interests, but yeah. each of you to the interests of the others. See, we, we can't be selfish. And, and that's the whole thing. You know, we have to think about others and and when we're out there you know and we receive the love of jesus christ we need other people to know that love to know the father to know the son to know the holy spirit mm. to commune community commune communicate Listen, I, I don't even know why i'm hearing eminem in my head because i don't even know eminem's words but when he said you got one shot oh. one opportunity right you never know what's going to happen we were at the projects and i'm going to say projects again i'm sorry you get offended don't get offended but this kid we asked him, do you have a prayer request and he said pray for the people around here and the reason why he said that willie is because they shot up in his neighborhood the night before and we were there the next day, you know, doing Bible study with him. And he was excited to come out, you know, and he was like, hey, you're like two minutes late. You know, he was holding us accountable. So it was amazing. But when his prayer request and he's like a 10 year old little boy, maybe eight, I don't know, eight, 10 years old. Um, I remember his name and I can't tell you his name. But when um, he had said that and he said, pray for the people around here. And he told us why. It's like I melted inside. You know what I mean? I'm thinking you got one opportunity. You got one shot to tell this kid about Jesus. We can't shrink back. This is not the time to shrink back, mm -hmm. right? That bullet could have came through his house. He needs to know how to pray. He needs to know how to, you know, call out in the name of Jesus. He needs to know how to put, you know, the angels around him and so forth, the hedge of protection. So we got one shot, you know, to, to impact the children or your neighbor or the one who could be, you know, um, suicidal next door. We don't know your neighbors living around you. We don't know. We got one shot Man. because you might not be here tomorrow. You know what Amen. I'm saying? And then we stand before our Lord and Savior and he says, what did you do? Yeah. Good and well faithful serve it you know what Amen. did you do with the talents that i gave you right and god, god wants to use you Jesus. you that are watching right now and if you're watching this right now it's a reason because you kept watching but at the same time god is not only speaking to us as we minister he's speaking to you too so it's a reason that you're hearing this yep. it's, it's a reason he's saying go he's saying go and make disciples he's in, he's saying go and spread my name go and tell him about the father's love go and tell him about the man named jesus that died for every everyone's sins go tell them about jesus and, and and he's talking right now and and that's the whole point you know of what we do and why we do what we do because jesus because his love because of who he is and we want him to to bring everyone to the kingdom of god so that we might live forever Amen. and uh john 13 34 and we can wrap this up uh it says a new command i give you love one another as i have loved you 
so you must love one another this was jesus speaking but at the same time it's revelation because it's truly what he's saying a new commandment in the new testament and it's not all of those commandments but it's everything in one so as he says this it's talking about community throw community in there yeah. love one another so your next room. right right mm -hmm. so with that we must receive the charge we must go out there and be the salt we must go out there and and lift up the name of jesus and show people the love of christ amen without compromise you know we can't have compromise come in when we have a walk with christ when we pick up our cross and we go you know we said god i gave my life to you right so therefore we put down everything that we wanted to do and we're doing what he commissioned us mm -hmm. to do and we do it in love and excitement and with joy Amen. not grudgingly like jonah's you know what i mean we do it because it's our, our privilege to do it because we love the kingdom mm -hmm. of god and we love you know the assignment and so forth and we know that this life is just temporary so man so we do it with so, joy so i want to um leave us with some what i would call mirror moments uh -oh. and there's some questions and number one are we accountable to the call now, when we gave our life to Jesus Christ, we signed up and he said, go and make disciples. So not my words, his words. So are we accountable to the call? Number two, are we a generational curse breaker? Come on. See, a generational curse breaker goes out and changes the generations of their lineage. They and move. we can also, right, go to the community and help someone else break their generational curse, yeah. which is huge. Those are fighters. Number three, do we think of others and their future? Will we sacrifice for the future, the children and the grandchildren? See, it's not just about us. Yeah, man. See, right. And, and number four, Jesus did the will of the Father. Will we? Matthew 6:10 Your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Go and affect your community with the love of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit Amen Amen Bye Don't forget to like subscribe and share and share <laughs> We love you guys until next time This is talking this walk Jesus loves you now go show the world his love. Bye.